Welcome back, my loves. Oh my goodness, I am so blessed to introduce you to a fabulous, incredible woman named Tataya. She is the founder of Prisma, and in this small little package (laughs) is this powerful (laughs) being that moves people in a way that I've never seen before without any plant medicine. (laughs) Sober. Sober. Mm. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you, Nikki. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Me too. Tell me, tell me, how do you do it and why do you do it? Let's start there. <sighs> why do I do it? The first thing is like, it feels like I'm creating a playground where I want to play. Yeah. Like uh, a, a, a place to bring my humanity, like all, all my parts. And um, you know one thing I... I love about the space, Nikki, that I've seen again and again happen is this idea that all of you is welcomed. Mm. Like, a, like a, a space to welcome all the parts, like the beautiful ones, the ugly ones, the parts that we don't have context to share in our lives. Mm. It's just a beautiful place for that. And I have to say that I haven't seen the magnitude of beauty that I see in the human expression in these spaces. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Can you explain what Prisma is? Mm-hmm. Well, Prisma is a five-day workshop, basically. It's, I can say it's a playground for adults, but it's like serious play. Mm-hmm. And I like to use a metaphor of uh, the hero's journey. It's a place where you move away from your habitual environment, where you come into a space with other humans. I call them the other heroes. And it's a place for you to uh, be in contact with parts that become and emerge because of the interactions with other humans. It's a space of the interpersonal uh, that reveals material that otherwise you can't see on your own or that the people in your life can't see because you are in a same habitual dynamic patterns together. It's a place where uh, people come to grow themselves, to transform, but in a particular way. It's like in a particular way in that we're going to love the heck out of each other. We have values. There's a deep care for the experience and the reveal. But the way that we love each other is to bring material forward. We actually share that the way we we're impacted by another. We offer that to another. We, we get to hold the key for one another. So this is a place of a lot of revealing that happens. It requires courage. It requires taking a risk. So this is a playground where people take a risk to be seen, where people take a risk to, it's kind of like a cold plunge, mm-hmm. to like be aware that there's a cold plunge they don't want to jump into, but they know if they do, on the other side, there's so much gold. Yeah. And it requires good players. So it really taps into the collective intelligence. Yeah. And we do have a technology. We have a way. We have the Prisma meeting. A way to interact with one another in such a way that invites a reciprocal opening. And we do it together. And we do that for ourselves. We do that for each other. But one of the things that is pivotal is... You need to choose it. Like agency is at the core of everything we do. And we're, we're strengthening the muscle to lead yourself 
so that you can lead others. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. I would imagine, so uh, there's a lot of somatic, right? It's very physical. It's kind of like a lot from, of talking. It's like from the bottom up. It's actually uh -huh. the opposite than daily life. Yes. Yeah. But it brings up a fear of like, you're going to be seen. How am I doing it? Am I doing it wrong? Do, do I look weird? Right? Like, Is it acceptable? Is it appropriate? If I say it, I'm going to be make a fool of myself. All of that. Yeah. How do you help people break through that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so here's, here's the thing that I've learned over the years. One thing is the technology we have at the center, and another is the container that holds the crucible. And what do you need for the conditions to happen? And so we do have very clear values. We have very clear guidelines and rules that we've tested over time to hold the fire inside for people to feel safe. So actually, the container holds us. And I like to say it's like an engine of a Ferrari. It's tight. Hmm. But inside, there's so much navigation happening, like smoothly, but like fiery. Like, yeah. yeah. Powerful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's through physical movement. Can you explain a little bit of the technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the technology is a psychosomatic technology. It's a way that you're going to pay attention and it's somatic in that you are going to allow to feel and emote and enact in, in an emergent way with continuity of contact with another. Like let's say in a diet. It's kind of similar to contact improv, but in but we're adding an element of a present moment emotional energetic activation. And in that is fascinating because there's a way that an energy shows up in my body that has another side to it in the room. And so we find the signal in each other and it is nonverbal. So what if we don't have to talk about things to unwind the kink in the hose that are in our body system? Because our body knows, like that's one thing we see in Prisma, we believe our body knows more than our mind does. Mm -hmm. There's so much information stored here. Yeah, yeah, so true. Mm -hmm. How does it serve people when they leave? Mm -hmm. Well... <laughs> Throughout the five days, we have the space we call the arena. It's the practice, it's a processing container. And people, we, we help them tr train the capacities. Like we help them one step at a time to build how to do this technology. By the end of the first day, people are doing it. And it is a practice. And it takes, it's kind of like learning basket. You learn how to dribble, you have the rules, you got to like throw the ball. And they're doing that until they find the permission and the allowance to trust themselves, to bring the thing and to be courageous like the hero, go straight into the tiger's eyes. There's a tiger in the room, a perceived one, and with repetition and with the help of the group and the trust of the group, they get to um, release like life force that's been blocked. So by the end of the five days, People feel like their life force has been unleashed. They've had a cascade of insights and realizations. And the most important thing, Nikki, is they know in their body, they have a new knowing that I call a new imprint, that actually it's a seed of a new possibility that then they get to 
bring into their life in practice. There's a new, there's a new imprint of a new way to move in life from whatever they released that is not pulling them down. And so when they leave here, they are in touch with more creativity. They're in touch with more possibility. They feel lighter. Like they, literally they're more alive mm-hmm. and inspired. And yeah, so they, it's kind of like seeing the world, their self as a instrument of perception. They see more of themselves and of the world. And actually they birth new narratives their stories change about whatever happened. Yeah. What I'm hearing is they, they, they remove, they break through the limitations. Yeah. Right. In a somatic way. How is that more powerful? Well, because one thing that we care in Prisma is what is the scientific research in trauma healing and transformation? Like, how does this change actually happen? And there's two things that we've learned. And one is, well, in order to heal... You have to relive the energetic and you have to do it voluntarily inside of a safe container. That's the consensus research one. It's like get into it and get into it not only in your mind, but like we said, it's somatic. You're going you're gonna to relive the thing in the best way that you can, all of it, all the pieces, all the parts, and that helps unwind and unleash that life force trapped, the contraction in your body, whatever is like, it could be a trauma from something that happened that could be small or big. But the second piece that is essential for that transformation and growth to happen for, to release that is you have to replace the old narrative for a new, better narrative. And both things happen in Prisma. Yeah. Yeah. I've experienced plant medicine. Mm. And from what I've heard, because I was on the sidelines (laughs) just being the support, I, I wasn't in the container, but it sounded like what you go through or what some people go through on a journey with ayahuasca. There's yeah. like a deep, like guttural release and like very tribal, very um, animalistic almost. Yeah. How do you get people into that state mm. in, in a sober container? I understand the safety component, but um, can you go a little bit deeper on the technology? Or? Yeah, it's fascinating because people say it's, over and over, this feels like a medicine journey yeah, without the medicine. Right. So... Um, I, I need to go back to the conditions. Like the safety of the container is important. The values is important. But what really helps is to have good players and people that are able and willing to take the risk to go to the places. And we do have what we call the Prisma Core. There's a way that we invite people to pay attention and practice that mutual opening. And the collective intelligence of the group because we're not talking about it, but people are having to drop down to their energetic and somatic direct experience that is moment to moment to moment. It kind of allows for something to take on. Literally, you feel like you've been taken on by something. It's like surfing a wave and you like catch the wave. And if you just follow that trail with another, it feels to me that you are inside of reality 
not like thinking about it or planning. You don't know, literally, moment to moment, but you are discovering it with the other. So it's a way to pay attention with your body in an emergent way in, a, in the interpersonal. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are four facilitators, is that correct? We are three facilitators, three. yeah. Okay. And you, you each are in it with the group. That is the other beautiful thing. Like, we do hold the context and we facilitate, but part of the beauty of the work is our material, everyone's, the facilitators and the participants, are essential for the crucible to work for everyone. It actually doesn't work when someone is withholding something right. and it's felt and the energy can feel constipated. And once that is released, it's like, it's like an orchestra. So we facilitators, we go down chin to dirt with everyone and we actually get to grow with people and people get to know us in our own humanity and yeah. material. And actually it opens a space because it's an example of going and being vulnerable and taking the risk, and it gives permission for others to go there. So it actually brings safety. Yeah. 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 Isn't it a fascinating concept? We all go through life wanting to protect and look a certain way and behave and, and fit in. And yet, it's those that are brave enough to really express all the mess and whatever is going on that... A, we admire, mm -hmm. right? And we appreciate, and it then allows us to open up. So we, we all want this permission, and yet we don't give it to ourselves. It's such a fascinating concept to me. Totally. And, and there's a piece that is important here to mention. It's like context awareness is important to us. And in life, we don't have enough context to express and to be with these things. Like we have responsibilities, there's tasks, like, like there's, in general, our context, we are doing something and it requires to be in a certain way. And so what I like about Prisma is, this is a container where you can be messy. But not only you can be messy, but you can learn to find the places in you where you're not congruent, your expression, what you're feeling inside and what you're expressing is not in alignment. And you get to work these things here so that you can go out into life and be more congruent and also work out the emotions and the energies that you can't express out there. And, and in the practice of that, kind of find a better flow. You know, when, when you're not used to being angry or feeling angry because you don't give yourself permission, when it comes out in life, it, it doesn't work. You know, it's like abrupt, it's not set up properly. It, like, it could damage, it could be hurtful. And here, the invitation is actually to taste all the array of human emotions and learn to have access to all of them and actually to have that menu available when it's appropriate so that you can tap into those and learn how to express those uh, properly in your relationships. How can you you know, stand up for what you need or actually be angry. Hey, I'm angry at you, Nikki. I was not okay with what you did versus maybe lashing at you because I haven't worked the muscle and allowed myself to, like the energy of anger is big. And so we need to learn to be with big energies in this container so we can go out in life and, you know, be used to holding bigness and gentleness and everything in between. So important. That's mm -hmm. really important work. Because mm -hmm. you're right, if you don't learn how to express and to be with all the emotional states, 
they will come out in a way that you don't want them to. Totally, totally <laughs> unintended consequences come yeah. about, and you can have good intentions, but if you don't practice yeah. how that lives in you, it's going to be messy. Yeah. 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 What would you say to someone like me that I have a very big concern to like how I look and how I, you know, and I, it would be uncomfortable for me to be so expressive, and, <sighs> right? I love you brought that because I was just going to say that, Nikki. One thing I hear over and over again is people are afraid to bring their bigness. People are afraid to express all of them. Literally, we don't have containers in life for that. Like we, we've repressed a lot because we haven't known how to move in in all the power that we do have. And so there's a lot of strong people that come here and they get to like satiate the full expression of that, that we do in relation. We have a way to do it. So there is a way to do it so that they can, um, uh, it's kind of like a water dam. They could just open the water dam of that unleashed power that they have inside of like, oh, the whole thing and feel their power, the immensity and kind of rest in that and feel the safety. Like, actually, it's okay. And people like it. And people want it. And so it's a, it's a beautiful counter move yeah. that we find yeah. Yeah, here. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think our, our lights get dimmed as we go through life. Mm -hmm. And what, what I'm hearing you say is that um, this is an opportunity to shine bright again. Yeah. And to... Not be so concerned uh, what other people think, and in, in fact, quite the opposite. The brighter you shine, the the more you give permission to others to shine. And those that don't like it probably are shining are really dim, and they're scared of your light because they're not shining bright. And then there's their material. Oh, what right. is that about? You know, yeah. what is it that you don't like that you might need a little bit more of? Mm -hmm. And and you know, it's not only with like anger as a big emotion, but one thing that was true for me when I started doing this work is I was like so responsible and so serious and so committed that I forgot what play was like, what magic was like. It was like I was holding such a tight grip. And another thing that happens that is beautiful is that when we release all these emotions or these contractions or all these ideas we have in life or we find ourselves in the recovery of play and joy and innocence and magic and the room lights up at the end and you see a bunch of adults being kids again and just laughing, singing, screaming, like in, in ways that feel liberating, mm -hmm. lighter. And so I've recovered the capacity to be playful. I've recovered, oh, accessing my little girl. And my kids love when I, when I share my little girl with them. You know, it's just like it's there. It's like more things are available in, in the human experience to... to, to uh, to be with when they come up, when they show up. So more expression, more permission, more, more. Yeah. More of me as a self, as an instrument. So beautiful. Yeah. If little six-year-old Tataya was sitting next to you right now, mm. what would you say to her? I would say to her, she's so precious. She's well, and actually, I love my little girl, like what I know of her, um, and she knows very important things. She pays attention in such a way she's tracking. Um, so I trust her, and 
I listen to her. What she knows is valuable and matters. Mm. And she's so fun. Like, she's <laughs> so fun. So, yeah. Nothing has changed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. much fun. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, and she has space and permission to come out. Yeah. Who is this work best suited for? This work is for people that care about personal transformation and growth. Like, they, they understand that they are the creators of their life. That is their responsibility to grow and to heal. And so people, I like to say sometimes, it's people that took the pill of transformation and they know like, okay, it's up to them. There's no way back. There's no one to blame out there in the world, you know? Right. But this is also for people to understand that um, they're not alone in life. They're not a separate island and that relationships matter and are essential. This is for people that care about being in better relationship with others and understanding that improving the relationship with themselves will improve the relationship with others. Also, this is for people that could have great cognitive capacities and understand that uh, ourselves are more than our cognitive intelligence. People that want to uh, develop and expand other intelligences, like the somatic and emotional intelligence. People that want to get more into their bodies. Um, people also that are working with other people that want to bring about more coherence in their teams, more coherence in their relationships. And so they get to work themselves and find ways of how to generate just that. And that's what the meeting does. You know, you want to enhance your relationships. You want to improve the way that you show up in the world and have impact and influence and invite others to your vision and inspire others. Like, okay, this is then a place for you. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that... Uh, having been a nomad for my whole life and I've moved every year and a half and explored 64 countries. I've just always been a <laughs> free spirit, uh, kind of lone wolf in a way. Moving to Austin and finding this massive community of incredible, loving, welcoming souls, mm. it's like uh, there's nowhere for me to go. I've found home and I never realized the value of just these potent, loving relationships. Mm. And it may have been that I needed this whole journey my whole life to really find myself and to show up the way I do now, mm. really clear and clean and connected to my higher self and, and just sourced in love. Like I just, everything I would do, I want to be sourced in love. And so it may be that now that I, that's coming back to me. Um, and I'm realizing the potency and, and the value of what you're sharing. Um, it, it, the relationships in our life are, are the juice of our life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what you're bringing reminds me of one thing that happens here to in Prisma is because of the nature of the work, because it's edgy and it feels like you're meeting your dragons and people are seeing you in it and you're going to the trenches, we become brothers and sisters yeah. like there's things that now we know together after five days that create such a bond of I know you and I know you in such a deep way in the courageous ways that you went there and you know me and we know this together and so it, it builds that sense of community and it builds like the sense of allyship like I am for you and you are for me and I want you to thrive and you want me to thrive and flourish. So that is so true. 
in, in what I see in Prisma because of the level of vulnerability and intimacy that comes, intimacy that comes about in the material that we put at the center. We have a thing like bring it to the center, bring your inside out and it happens. And so it, it, it deepens the human bonding of, oh, there are others and we're together in this, you know. Mm. Yeah, I really get that. Yeah. That human connection. Yeah, and I'm being seen. And you're being seen and known. Yeah. Yeah. And being seen by many eyes that are reflecting you. That's part of why it's called prisma from prism. Like ah. the different facets of you, the different ways to know you and to be reflected in how you come across and what people see in you is such a gift. Mm. Yeah. I wonder if it also brings a level of self-forgiveness. Mm. Because I'm sure the shadow side comes up mm -hmm. or the, the limiting beliefs, the self-doubt, all of that comes up to the surface and you realize it's collective. Mm -hmm. And we all kind of experience this limitations and fear and doubt and, 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 and you almost see it in someone else's like silly. Like, why would you think that? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Which gives permission to yourself to feel, you know, or to release it because it's, to some silly it's a, a judgment but you know you know where I'm going totally yeah totally and um, um, the the truth of your personal relationship with a particular thing that has you close like you say sometimes it's surprising like oh why is that a problem for another But at the same time, what happens is inside of that, then you might play a role of giving permission and normalizing that for another that otherwise in their life, how would they know if it's not reflected? Like, like how, how would they know that, oh, is, is it okay? It's not such a big deal. And so something that happens in the room is like a, a normalizing of all the human, universal human patterns, really. Right. That, oh, yeah, I know that. You can relate. Yeah. And we start to relate and normalize, not as you are that, but, oh, that happened. Right. And it's like a, taking it off or from inside of you out there and looking at it as an object. Yeah. Actually, like, oh, 3D, there it is. Huh. Yeah. And I thought it was me. That's not me, but, oh, it did happen. It's the human condition. The human condition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I want to bring a last word here. And that is one of the things that happen also in the container is it doesn't matter who you are in life. Like, what is your background? It doesn't matter what you do. You're a mother, entrepreneur, a teacher, whatever it is. When we come into this container, we kind of sip out the roles that we play. We hang them out and we come in bare naked. So there is an equalizing effect of, oh, we're just humans having this human experience that brings about the permission, that brings about this, we can all relate. And so I, I love that about also the mm. work, the equality. I felt that. I mean, I, I came in as the dishwasher, uh -huh. right? And um, of course, not my normal job. <laughs> and, um, but I, I um, accepted the opportunity to, to practice being of service. And what a blessing I got out of it was that if you adopt that mindset, of being grateful yeah. that I get to be in service, even dishwashing is delightful. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of you were so appreciative. You saw way past 
the simple job of dishwashing and express such appreciation for my energy and how I was showing up and one person said I sprinkled the place with joy or something. <laughs> it, was, it was just so beautiful, and it does. It, it I didn't feel below or above, or you know that you 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 I think create a container of safety that is really potent and felt, and everyone is honored mm. and appreciated. Uh, and um, I, I would give you the credit for that mm. because you really are a special human, and I think everyone in that room is really blessed to be in your presence. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah. I really feel the truth of the sensitivity to appreciate you, the human, and your presence and your expression, being and interacting there that you were part of us and you impacted us and, and it, it shifted our experience mm. thanks to your presence and your energy and the way that you chose to interact and, and see, here's a mutual opening. So we see you and we reflect you because you're impacting us. Mm. And then you take it in and I imagine it opened you more. And then we had more of you and more <laughs> love and more joy. So, right. you know, this is the thing that happens, that this mutual opening when we are present with each other and taking one another. Yeah, and acknowledge. And acknowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Really beautiful. Mm -hmm. How can people find out more? Mm. Well... I do have a website, prismaleadership.com, that I'm really proud of. It has gorgeous images. and um, I will they, say it doesn't do justice to what happens here. I understand. It's really hard to talk to. It's, it's really hard to describe the work. Yes. And I hope it's enough for those that feel something when they see it, that they want something for themselves. And so the best way is to go to my website, prismaleadership.com. Yeah. And yeah, find me there. That's a good point you make, though. We'll end on this, <laughs> is that... Um, tap in when you go through this website mm. and just tune into your body does this feel like a yes yeah and even if it's you know it doesn't describe it will never can't describe <laughs> what you do here um but really make the decision with your heart and mm. not your head uh, and just feel into your body of whether or not this is right for you it's powerful work that i am just uh, so blessed and grateful that i got to partially experience thank <laughs> you Nikki. that is so true like the invitation to the felt sense of what you're with when you're looking at the website that would be thank you for that clear instruction i didn't even notice i could invite people into like felt sense in your body what is the feeling of it when you look at it um, and follow that yeah. that's what we do here yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Ah, what a <laughs> treat. Thank you, Tataya. Thank you so much, Nikki. You are such a blessing. Mm -hmm. Thanks, guys. Thanks.